Welcome to the In-Law Suite. I'm Crystal. And I'm Nicole. And we are your new favorite in-laws. This is the podcast where we talk about everything. So grab some coffee or some wine and close the door behind you. Because you're in the In-Law Suite. So let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to the In-Law Suite. This week we are going to be talking about trust and the craziness that's going on with Britney Spears. But before we get started, we are going to go into Nicole's Corner. Nicole's Corner. <laughs> we need to come up with like a theme song for Nicole's we Corner. We do. We we had talked about that before and then never acted never did on it. it. Yeah. It's going to it's going to come in the future. I'm sure we can listen back cuz sometimes you be singing on here, so we could probably listen back and find one and <laughs> time of you singing. <laughs> they probably don't want to hear that. But it's We'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, it's the highlights of the week. So we always start off with Chris Stani. So what is the highlight of your week? The highlight of my week? I, don't, I mean, we not. <laughs> I was about to sing your girl. If you like a thing, should have put a ring on it. I got my hey. ring back. <laughs> hey. So I um had in July had to send my ring out because my st- my center stone was really really loose like getting ready to fall out so mm-hmm. i had to send it out to get it repaired and apparently it took two months so i have been That's ringless crazy. yeah for two months and i finally got it back this weekend and when they gave it back to me that thing looked like a brand new ring it was it like did. super it beautiful <laughs> super sparkly and clean and girl let me tell you it already looked Don't i say found dingy. a piece I, I found some um spaghetti meat in it the other oh, night. Oh, <laughs> I was washing my hands. I had like... Not after it just got clean. <laughs> That's like literally two days later. <laughs> spaghetti yeah. on it. It had spaghetti, oh. like the little red sauce was in there. I was like, if my husband see this, he gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that ring was definitely glistening. It was. And it was like, like super bright and sunny outside when we left out from the store. And that, when I tell you that thing was blissed out. Uh huh. I was like, wow. I I never, you know how when you see a ring in the store, it don't. It looks pretty and stuff. But for some reason, your ring looked very super. It did clean. It was like give me all different color. It was just beautiful. They said they did some like you know because they were like, oh, do you want to do this, that, and the third to it as well while it's there? And I was like, okay, like it's all included in the the warranty, so go ahead and do it. But like the, you know girl yes it looked really good it looks yeah and especially after not having it for a long i don't think i've ever gone two months like since Mm -hmm. i got this ring you know yeah because even like you know how when you take your ring off you got that little dent my Mm -hmm. dent was was almost gone it was like i had i had been ringless for a long time so i was super excited to get it back anyway but then when i saw it i was like because it was worth it was it you that asked me or lexi was like did you get a new ring (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't me it, it wasn't been me Lexi. yeah and i was like no it's the same ring but it looked like a new ring yeah it definitely looked brand new so yeah. good job good job what was your highlight of the week? um you know i just thought of another one but uh, I, it was like when you were talking i thought of something else because we did have a family outing this saturday mm-hmm. at funland that was a lot of fun um also this week coming up when this episode airs shang chai no i'm saying that's so wrong and remember i looked at it before we got on the show i was like i'm probably gonna pronounce it wrong they know what you're talking about Shang chai (laughs) yeah the new marvel movie is coming out this friday so that's what i'm super excited about um oh wait is that is it a cartoon no that's the What If series. The What If series are the cartoon series oh, okay. on uh, Disney Plus. Gotcha. But this is an actual movie um, that is going to be really amazing. So it's a new character in the Marvel universe. So we shall see how that pans out. Is this? Were you telling me that the universe switched over or something like that now? <laughs> and this is the new series, like the new people. Don't laugh. Yes, that, there's. <laughs> Like the uh, the Marvel movies have like phases, and right. this phases. is okay. yeah, and the 
I think this is the, f- don't get me the lion. I should know this. I think it's like the fourth or fifth phase. I want to say you fifth phase. You did tell me before. Like when we were talking yeah. about it, you told me. But so, okay. Black Widow started the whole new phase. And oh, okay. um, so after that, so this is the second movie into the, to the new phase. So this is different from the first, uh, was 20 movies that was in the, it was a lot of movies in the first, uh, in the affinity saga. Yeah. But now they're on to a new, new saga. I don't know what it's called, but, um, but yeah, so it's exciting because this movie is going to be solely about, um, Shang Chai. Yes. Mm-hmm. His power, his um abilities from his heritage and it is going to be awesome. So when you say a new character, do you mean like this is the first movie or he's yes. brand new to the like he was they thought of him and just created him. But he's not a brand new character. He's not a brand new character to Marvel like the Marvel okay, comics. Yes, yes. But he's a brand new coming into this movie series. Gotcha. Okay. So, so the the comic like the comic aficionado people they know his story and stuff like that. Yes. Okay. So it's kind of so, like Game of Thrones, where like if you read the books, you might know a person's story, but they have never been introduced into the show for the first time. Yes. Okay. But it's not a not someone that they just like thought up and we're like we're gonna add this new person so yeah it's like in this season of um i'm trying to think brand you like brand right that's your favorite girl right Mm -hmm. when she came in like that was a new character right but if you read the books you already knew she was gonna be a part of it right and you but the good thing yeah but the good thing is with the movies is is that whole movie is gonna be about that person so it's not even about it, it's not even about <laughs> if it was Brand. Um, <laughs> it's not even about like the other Marvel characters may not even be in there. Oh. I don't know. It's oh. solely about. It's like you know, how Black Panther was solely about Black Panther. Yeah. It's like it's like that. And this, I'm assuming from the name, is an Asian, Asian. character. Yes. Awesome. Good job. So it's all about Asian. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I swear, I feel like you've feel probably like seen I've previews seen for it. the previews. Yeah, they've been on TV. It's been long awaited. Is for it a while. child friendly? It looks a little bit. I'm scary. not gonna. No, I don't. It's not child. It's not not child friendly. I think it's like PG thirteen. But so, the, was there like a? Because I feel like I'm. There's fighting. I can't remember what show it was. I'm thinking maybe it was this that we were like, oh, this looks good. We want to see it. And then Kristen was like, I don't want to see that. I wouldn't take a five-year-old to see it. Okay, yeah. Like, I'm not even taking my kids to see it because I don't want to waste my money for them to just be wandering off. Okay, so I probably did. (laughs) It's probably the same one. Yeah, I think this is a good one for adults. Okay. But, um, oh, I just remembered my highlight. Uh, Okay. So I got a a chance. I got the chance Mm -hmm. to see my friend... Who's from from the states, but she moved to Germany. You don't two have years other ago. Friends. I'm your only friend. No, she's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> she's my friend. She's my other friend, and I love her to death. And I'm so excited. Uh, I was so excited when she told me a couple weeks ago that she was coming. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I'm gonna meet up with you. But you know, when when you come for like a certain time. You don't. I wasn't expecting. I was expecting that to be so busy mm -hmm. that you know she may not be able to meet, but she made an effort to come see me and my other friend, and it was so much fun to get us together. This was the brunch brunch you told me about, or lunch? Lunch, yeah, yeah. We went to lunch. It was so much fun, and I just miss her and can't wait for her to come back. So it's really tough because, like, when I was in high school, you know, Mm -hmm. our school had a lot. I don't remember, maybe 20 or 30% was international students. Yeah. But we were boarding students. So we were like together all the time. And I remember like when we graduated and people were like, like leaving the country. Leaving this country. Yep. It was like a really sad feeling because it's one thing to be like, oh, you know, like I'm going to a different state, but it's Mm -hmm. a lot more 
involved if you're going to a different country like to come back and visit you know so yep yeah. and most of her family is here so um you know they're kind of like out there by themselves but is she's she German or it. did she move there she for... was actually born I think she's actually born in Germany uh-huh but she didn't she did, she's not from Germany I'm sorry Italy <laughs> Wait, she, she, she was born in Germany, but she moved to Italy. I'm gotcha. sorry. Okay. I'm all over the place. <laughs> um, it's been one of those weeks, y'all. No, she actually moved to Italy um, early, early COVID. So 2020, like right That's before a, COVID happened. That, wow. So she was there for the whole lockdown because Italy wasn't playing around. No, they weren't. Italy was like, don't come out your house or else you're going to jail. <laughs> not not going to jail yeah they were locking people up if if i think they had like set times that they could like go to the grocery store or something once a week but if you were out and you didn't have like a, the uh, authorization to be out they was locking people up in italy oh yeah that's when those people say they was on lockdown it's not what we say when we say lockdown like they were not they were like the police were patrolling the streets <laughs> Are you out your house? <laughs> yeah. You about to get locked up. Go inside. Hey. Because I remember. But that's like, what they need to be doing. Like, if you don't. It if there's not a need for you to be outside. Like, why? I mean, I understand. Well, you could be outside in your front porch. But as long as you ain't interacting with people, just. But just it, sit down. it also. But that's okay for us to say. Because where we live, people's front porches aren't close together. But if you're in a major city. Or you may not have a front True. porch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You live in an apartment building. You don't have a balcony. Then. But yeah, but I remember like when COVID first started, you know, we at my company wrote like a letter that was like, hey, you know, Mr. Police Officer, please don't arrest our employee. They're essential. Like they're out working for, I bet you not, near person has ever had to produce that letter here, you know, because no, we, <laughs> but we were like working so hard on making this letter. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. So we're like telling our employees like what to do in case they get pulled over and we've been driving freely through the streets since day yep. one no problem at all but yeah that was so much fun yeah. i just missed hanging out with her and seeing her and we got to surprise our other friend we call ourselves the flies we used to work together but um our one friend he's the bougie fly <laughs> she she's the happy fly happy fly and i was the mother fly that is exactly who you are. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay. But I, we could not, I was like, what is my name again? Because it's been so long since we worked yeah. together. But um, but yeah, we we um, we had a great time. So I can't wait to spend more time with her. Um, hopefully when she comes back. Or maybe we can take a trip out to see her. You are, we'll see. Um, that that is a sign that you guys are true friends that yeah like, a lot of time can pass and then you get together and it doesn't feel like a lot of time has passed Mm-mm. yeah and we just i just text them this morning so we just enjoying each other so this is a good time my mom is really good my mom has friends she's in her 60s and she has friends from elementary school that she still yep. talks to travels with visits like regularly and yep. when I was growing up she used to always I'm really bad at keeping in touch with people mm-hmm. and like I will feel like we're still friends even though I haven't talked to you in five years you know what I mean I'll be yeah like, oh yeah that's my friend and they're like who who's that girl <laughs> the girl over there I don't know her name but yeah her we're friends but um I think that you know this is a good time for you guys to set set a new you know path forward to stay more connected you know oh yeah it's definitely. easy to get like to drift apart oh yeah but now that you guys have like gotten back together you have fun like you started the texting like keep in touch especially now it's like super easy text mm-hmm. message email Instagram. FaceTime. She got yeah. an iPhone when she first moved. And I was like, yeah, we can FaceTime. So we face each other like when she first left. But you know, as time goes on, you yeah. start doing stuff. But we never not kept in touch. Yeah. So. Well, that's good. Yeah. So that was awesome sauce. So that was my highlight. That's awesome. Yep. 
All so, right. but anyway, well, we're gonna go right into the topic, and the Yay. topic is about trust. Mm-hmm. So, so, but, but but we're we're talking about the the way that we thought of this topic was in relation to what's going on with Britney Spears, uh-huh. and when we did our Tuesday Night Live, it seemed like I was the only person that knew what was going on with her. I guess. Um, <laughs> And I think people heard about it, but probably didn't really. Not in depth, yeah. Not in depth, yeah. And I only heard about it because of listening to podcasts, because I listen to podcasts 24-7. So mm-hmm. I've heard more, and then, you know, I'm a researcher. So the second I hear about it, I'm like, you know, Let finding me find out, out more. So back in 20, 2008, so that's, that's. 12 years ago, 13 years ago, something like that. 2008. Yeah, 13. 13 years ago. That's the year that Britney shaved her head, right? Yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And apparently that head shaving was like the beginning of a mental health crisis. For her. So, right, for her. And she was going through a divorce and she was, she has children and so the, mm-hmm. there was like a custody battle. And so I guess that kind of exacerbated the mental health crisis that she was going in. So from what I've seen, no one is disputing that she was actually in a mental health crisis, right? So she mm-hmm. shaved her head. She attacked like a paparazzi. And then yep. she got placed on um, like a psychiatric hold in a hospital for like a week. Right. Uh Uh And so during that week, one week where she was in. And this is like, I I get it that it sounds like extreme, but I have an aunt that works in psychiatric nursing. I don't think it's that irregular that someone can be placed on a psychiatric hold. It doesn't mean that you have lost it and you can never rejoin society. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So she was placed in the hospital for a week during that time. Her father stepped in and requested a temporary conservatorship over her. So a conservatorship is basically like an extreme version of a power of attorney. So you are having control over that person's, not just their finances, not just their, estate but like her father had complete control over who she could talk to her body her medical decisions like pretty much anything if if she wanted to have a salad and he said no she couldn't have a salad right so it it is usually i think britney spears is like the one literally one example of a time where it wasn't used for like an elderly person that's about to die Okay. So it's usually for people that are, let's say, an elderly person that's making, not able to make decisions for themselves. So someone comes in and becomes the conservator. And this is like an actual job. So there's like professional conservators that will oversee this person's well-being, right? Right. Her father is not one of those professional conservators. He is just her father, but he was granted the right to be her conservator. That was in 2008, and it is still in place today. So everything that Britney Spears has done since 2008, if you think about, like, remember she had that Vegas residency, she's released albums, like literally everything that she's done, it has been under her father's like complete control. So the, the reason that there's like this free Britney movement is because they're saying clearly there's no need for this conservatorship anymore because she's clearly like a functioning member of society. But because this is a paying job, her father does not want to relinquish control. And he was like, there was another attorney or somebody that was a co-conservator. So the father and the other person shared the responsibility. And like a couple years ago, that other person requested a raise because he was like, well, uh-huh. Brittany's earning so much money that I deserve to make more. And then they're like, so why is she earning all this money? Like if she's incapacitated, which is what you're saying by having her under this conservatorship, then how is she allowed to earn all this money? Exactly. So 
Um, just recently, Brittany like won the right to obtain her own attorney. So like for the first time since 2008, she's been able to obtain her own attorney. So when the conservatorship first happened, she tried to get an attorney and the judge denied her the right to choose her own attorney. So any like legal counsel that Brittany has gotten related to this has been by an attorney chosen by the conservator. Her dad. Yes, her dad. The per and she and Brittany said that she would be okay having a conservatorship as long as it wasn't managed by her father. And like the you know Brittany was like a child star. She came through like the uh, Mickey Mouse Club. She yeah, had, like early hits and all that stuff. Her dad was not around. Like her dad was separate from her. For all these back years. then yeah all these years she doesn't have like a it's not like a, a traditional relation yeah like when they when she moved like to new york to start working and stuff her dad wasn't with her so this is not like her dad necessarily having her best interest at heart because he's been an absentee dad mostly most of her well, life how did he get approved he just filed for it and he got it where is her mom? I have no idea. And I know that like when Brittany was like touring and stuff as a kid, her mom wasn't with her either. There was like a neighbor or somebody that they hired to travel with her because her mom was taking care of her little sister. Mm -hmm. So I, I haven't really seen anything about her mom. I know that her little sister went out and was performing some of Brittany's songs recently. Did you see that? Nope, I have not seen that. <laughs> that is so disturbing. Yeah, it's it's a really crazy situation. But basically, it just made me think like, if you are, if you can't trust your own father to have your best interest at heart, like who can you trust? And it it looks it looks really good now that she has this new attorney. Like it's a potential because her dad did agree to step down as her conservator so as he should but only should have been done that but only since she got this new attorney right but her dad is of course saying like you guys don't understand she's she's going through a lot of mental health crisis all the time and it's only because of me that she's doing this well but i just feel like but he has been absentee this whole her whole life right until this opportunity to come in and and control her finances and be able to make a a paycheck okay Mm -hmm. And I think he makes three million a year or something like that. That is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. Off of her. Off of her. No, off of his job as her conservator. But in addition to that, so he pulls a salary as her conservator, but uh-huh. also any like proceeds that she earns, like when she's touring and stuff like that, he gets a percentage of her earnings as well. That is so crazy. Mm-hmm. But like, he's, you know. Who who can fight against them? She can't. That's sad. That yeah. is really sad. And so, and go ahead. It's just sad because Brittany just seems like being in a public. And this is a this is a question like being in a public like that ruins your mentality. Like being a celebrity, you see a lot of celebrities. I want to say go crazy, but just the fame just yep gets to their head. And they start to act out and lash out and people are like, oh, they're crazy. But it's a lot. It's a lot to be famous. A lot yes, of pressure. A lot of um a lot of um people judging you. And Britney started so young and didn't have like to to me, it sounds like she didn't have a lot of support from her, her family, like she her didn't. parents. Yeah. So And I think it also like, you know, I always talk about how I have a demanding job, but it's nowhere near as demanding as a job of like a superstar, you know, like Britney. Yeah. It's like, there's no time off. You know what I mean? So I can see how, I can see how it would be easy to have mental health issues being under that amount of stress, not having any privacy at all. And then, you know, you're going through a divorce, which I would imagine is already stressful. There's a custody battle where you fear for like being losing your kids, you know, like it's a it's a lot. And in 2008, Brittany was like in her 20s. Yep. You know what I mean? Like and 
I'm just thinking about all the people out here that make terrible decisions every day. People that, you know, do things that are unhealthy people, even a mass murderer, let's say someone that a serial killer, they don't put them under conservatorships. You know what I'm saying? Like this is, it never happens. There's so many people. There are people that even, even if Brittany has a severe drug, drug addiction, drug addicts aren't put under conservatorships. That's because she has a lot of money. And that's it. That's all it is. It's a money thing. Yep. This man's getting paid $3 million. To care for his own child. You to want- care <laughs> for his own child. Maybe I should put my kid like, under a conservatorship. Girl. Oh, my gosh. I mean, like, that does not make any sense. Like, I would never do that to my children. Like, it's so sad that parents are depending on their children to be their income. Yeah. Like, And not- so do you think if. If let's say, for instance, this new attorney is able to get her from out of that conservatorship, do you think there's anything that could be done to repair the relationship between her and her father? No, because there wasn't a relationship to begin with. Yeah, that's true. It'd be different if like he was a part of her life for forever. And like she really wanted them to go back to where they were. Yeah, I think that'd be different. But the fact that he wasn't even a part Even if they were close, like after 13 years of basically like, so at one point, Britney Spears said that she wanted to have children and they had an IUD placed in her and she doesn't have the authority to to remove it. That is crazy. Yeah. She literally, once she got this new attorney, which has been this month, like very recently, she got this new attorney and for the first time was able to have an iPad. Her very An first iPad? Her very first iPad, yes. Whoa, that <laughs> is crazy. Yep. I cannot imagine somebody telling me that I cannot get an iPad or like have any type of electro- electronic device as an adult. Yep, and she was like, po- I think she posted on Twitter or something how excited she was to have an iPad. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so on to our topic of trust, because I think the conservatorship is unique, of course, to her. Uh-huh. But the trust thing, I feel like that applies to all relationships. Oh, one last thing about her. I also wouldn't trust my family, any any member of my family after this, because I feel like if, uh-uh. if Anthony was doing this to Kristen, then why would I, like you said, where's her mom? You know what I mean? So even though... Yeah, why is she the, not stepping in? Yeah. So she may not be directly doing something to Brittany, but the fact mm-hmm. that you're not helping her get out of this situation that she clearly doesn't want to be in, and you're allowing her dad to basically prey off of her and profit off of her, to me, you're I don't trust you either. Yeah. The mother probably getting a cut of that $3 million. You know what? Probably. Or maybe a separate cut altogether. We don't know. She maybe. don't have control of her money. That is crazy. And that lady is rich mm-hmm. yep well well um yeah after that i i probably if i was Brittany, i would probably say heck no i can't trust neither one of y'all and the fact that she said i don't mind getting in a conservatorship but it ha- can't be my dad mm-hmm. that to me tells what did that tell you about her mental state right like, she's okay with having somebody look over her and that's what her, like the initial attorney that she tried to get like back in 2008, that's what he said. He was like, it's clear that she's able to, like, she understands what's happening. She's not resisting it. She knows that like, once this ball starts rolling, you pretty much can't stop it, but she just wants it to go to like a professional, like let yeah, a professional somebody do that's it. not gonna, yeah. Like that's not gonna, their main reason is to just not benefit from the money. Right. You know, somebody to look after her. That's sad. Somebody, a stranger. She'd rather have a stranger than her own father. Yeah. That'd be well, sad. the father is a stranger, but, you know, at the same time, no, she already he, know. He know. She know enough about him to know. Yeah. He's he not that. the one. Yeah, that's crazy. So, minus the Britney, free Britney. Yeah. Scenario. If you, okay, two questions for you. Is there anybody, any person that you can trust that will never break your trust? Do you, do you know anybody in your life right now that you feel like can never break your trust? 
that I feel like they never would. Yep. I, so I believe that every person is capable of anything. Like any person under the right set of circumstances can, Uh can do anything. So Uh I'm not going to say that it's impossible that someone could never like that. I, I, I don't think there's anyone that it's impossible. Right. But I feel like I trust you. I don't think that you would ever do anything that's detrimental to me intentionally. I think you care yeah. about me. I think you want what's best for me and we could disagree on what that looks like, but I don't think you would ever do anything intentionally. So I do, I feel like there's a lot of people in my life that I don't think would ever intentionally break my break trust. trust. But I also know that things happen and yep. you know people go through different scenarios like you know uh what's that movie when um Denzel's son was sick and he held the whole hospital hostage and was, shoot what is you know that movie about? I know it at the tip of my tongue oh my god because I feel like if something like that was happening then yeah you might break my trust you might come in here and punch <laughs> me in the head and take what you needed to like get your kid the surgery you know I what I mean I would be like alright Chandra we gonna and I'm Chandra <laughs> See, I'm all messed up. <laughs> all right, that's my friend. That's all. <laughs> all right, Chrisani, I need you to get it together because you want to hold everybody in the hospital hostage. That's not what we're supposed to be doing right now. I'm trying to find the movie as I'm looking it up. But I can't remember the name of the movie, but I know exactly what you're talking about. But John Doe, no. John Q. Isn't it John, John Q? John Q? No. What's John Q? Uh, is it a drama? Yeah. All right. It's not. I, I'm going to keep. Let's keep going. <laughs> but I'm going to look. John Q. Is that it? A man who. Yeah, that's it. John Q. A man yeah. whose nine-year-old son is desperate in need of a life-saving transplant where he discovers that his medical insurance won't cover the cost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was like, y'all ain't got to cover it, but y'all still got to do this surgery. <laughs> I know that's right. You gonna get my baby his life. So I feel like under those circumstances, like yeah, if you're if you're acting like you need some help mentally, I'm gonna tell you one thing, but I probably will break your trust and say, look, this girl needs some help. Mm-hmm. But um, that's you know, but that is from a that's place not, of love and concern, you know. Yeah, that's not really like breaking your trust because. You're not really all the way there mentally. Right. That's a that's like a love intervention, you know. Yeah. But I would say if, let's say, I, breaking my trust would be saying that, like, oh, Kristani needs some help. She's going through a mental crisis, and I'm really not. You're just saying that because you want my car. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> oh, yeah. I get what you're saying. You're yeah. like, uh, this is the best way for me to, you know, get her out the way so that I can run the in-law suite by her. myself yeah <laughs> like, get her committed into a <laughs> psych war because she is not right at all yeah now that is and a I breach of over. trust i feel yeah. like you know i just i just trust you i don't feel like that would happen you know what i mean no but no. i feel like if there was a severe situation where something crazy was at stake and this is really what you needed in life and i was in the way of that then you might make a decision like, all right, well, I'm gonna have to get her committed real quick so that I can handle this situation. Yeah, that won't happen. Yeah, I'm just saying. I, just I get it. Like I, anything, get, I get what you're saying. You know. Anything can happen, but I, I don't see myself doing that. I, if at, at that point, I'll just be like, look, we're just gonna have to cut our cut, cut ways or something. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. Be, be upfront about something. But that's that why all these movies, it's always like, your son needs a transplant and the hospital's refusing it. It can't like, just be like, oh, I just woke up and wanted to hold up a hospital today because the average person yeah. is going to do it. But the average person probably is going to take extraordinary measures to save their kid's life, you know? So it's like yeah. more understandable. What do, what do you think? Do you think there's anyone that you trust? Um, I, you know, I, I agree with what you're saying. I, f- I feel like there's a lot of people in my life that I feel like, would not break my trust Mm -hmm. but at the same time anything can happen yeah 
So I, I, I don't want to say that it's impossible, but it's like the risk of impossibility is very, very low. Yeah. One so, thing I will say about it is that I believe that you can get past a break, like a breach of trust. I think you can get past it. That's my next question. But I think getting like at a, there are certain things where you can never repair, you know, like certain things. It's like now that now that that line has been crossed. We'll never so, get back to the place that we were. I got know? two scenarios for you. Okay. If your best friend, not me, <laughs> if your best friend cheated on, well, I guess you're on you with your husband. Mm-hmm. Can you forgive your husband and can you forgive your friend? So to me, it would, it would <laughs> depend. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of how to say this. So like, like that happened with Frida Kahlo, you know, the famous artist, uh-huh. her husband had sex with her sister. Uh. And to me in that scenario, the sister was the bigger betrayal than the husband. Right. Cause uh-huh. y'all are sisters. Yeah. But if it's like someone that I met in the last five years and we just became close and I consider her my best friend now, but me and my husband have been together for 20 years then I feel like he did the bigger betrayal you know so whoever known you longer is the bigger betrayer. I, I think so I, it's both betrayals right because yeah it's both a betrayal regardless uh-huh. but I think it just depends on yeah <laughs> yeah who, who I'm gonna tell you me? right now both of them will probably be exed like, I can't deal with neither one of y'all. I can't trust either one of y'all. Yeah. Especially my best friend, because um, not that I would known her longer, but I would expect more from her. Because I would expect more from my husband, too. But with, you know, I feel like men are easily able to cheat. Because men, let's be raw, men like sex more than not say that it's not all the all the time, but men are driven more by sex. Okay, but I feel like you can get sex anywhere. Men, you can. Men can get sex anywhere. So for that's you to I'm have saying, sex with my friend, that is a di- that is to me not just about a, sex. To me, it's more of an emotional thing, in my opinion. I feel like no matter how, if it's a if it's just about I'm horny and I want to have sex with someone you can go and do that you don't have to go to someone that's close to me to do that that's why I would feel like it's a bigger betrayal with my friend Mm -hmm. because if he can go anywhere why would you as my friend interact (laughs) that you know yeah but but that's because I I feel like you must have wanted it this whole time and just been waiting in the shadows exactly that's how I feel and I feel like I wouldn't trust either one of them again because at this point, you as a man, if you wanted to have sex somewhere else, you could have done that with anybody. Yeah. So you had to do it with my friend, which is wrong, period, for you to do. But I, ex- <laughs> it's so sad to say, it. I expect men to cheat more than women. But at this also, if it's, so I'm going to switch it just a little bit. Mm-hmm. I always feel like the person that's in the relationship is the one that's at fault. Like, because, oh yeah, for sure. Like, especially in a marriage, because your husband stood before God and his family and made a commitment and a promise to you. Yeah, your friend yep. didn't do that. You guys, she, she quote unquote demonstrated her friendship to you, but she never made a vow to you. So, in that situation, really. I th- I think the bigger betrayal is the husband because he's the one that's committed to you. But I think women are often more willing to be angry at the other woman because it kind of takes away some of the responsibility from the man, you know, because saying I expect man to cheat, that's like more of a cop out because either way, if he was going to cheat, then he should not have gotten married to you. 
he's still responsible for his own actions. I don't think it's a cop-out. I I, I agree with you. I think he is responsible for his own action. That's why I say I I, I would nix both of them. Like, I don't feel like I can trust either one of them again. But I expect more from my friend to not cheat with my husband because I feel like as my friend, you know me, you've been around me, you've been around my husband. Like if you wanted to have sex with him, I know it's more of an emotional thing for you. So you wanted this, like you said, from, from a long term, Mm -hmm. like for a while with my husband. Yeah. It could be emotional too, but also could be just like, Oh, this is an easy one for me to go ahead and hit it and quit it type of scenario. But I'm not saying that it's, it's, one is worse over the other. I'm just saying I would expect more. Sad to say, for my best friend, it's, it, I would expect both of them to equally come up to me and say, "Hey, I have feelings for this girl. I want, I, you know, I, I expect both of y'all to be honest with me." Mm-hmm. And I think especially now, like in in the 21st, is this the 21st century or the 20, mm-hmm. this is the 21st century? Mm-hmm. In the 21st century, you, you have access to so many people. Like back in the day, you know, you had to find somebody walking distance, right? So that might be your best friend. You got, you know, yeah. you all live in one town. It's only one yeah. grocery store or whatever. Out of all the people you chose yeah. her? You can drive, you can drive and go get something somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to stay and, close and, to home. Exactly. And you and you as my friend, you supposed to be and I'm talking about my best friend, mm-hmm. the friend that I talk to about your spouse, you yeah. know, like you. But really that's just... why they say be careful, because yep. they say that that some yeah. women are listening to. Yeah, so that. they can scoop right mm-hmm. in. Yeah, no. And I get that a thousand percent. But yeah, I just I would probably be equally hurt by both. I would not trust either one of them again. But my best friend, I'd be like, you just, you just, to me, it's more of a snake. Yeah. What's, what's the second scenario you was going to give me? Um, dang, you'd have made me forget it. I'm sorry. Oh man. But anyway, let's get to Crystal Karis because this is taking a lot longer than what we was expecting yes, to be. Because girl, <laughs> the time. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. So, all right. So we do have a letter this week. Um, so thank you so much for the person that wrote in. We appreciate it. If you would like to have your letter read on one of our episodes, send us an email to the in-law suite at gmail.com. And the letter says, and going forward, Nicole, let me, let me know if you want to read some of these letters. Okay. Um, hello. First, I would like to say, you ladies give me life every Friday. Thank you. <laughs> so sweet. I enjoyed the marriage series with your husband. Cross that part out. I enjoyed the marriage series, period. <laughs> the I husbands. Mean, they brought a out. little spice to the episode. <laughs> a little. It says, I was in tears. So I I was in tears too, girl. The real tears. <laughs> the sad so, tears. The sad tears. So I have a question for Crystal. I am a single woman in my early 30s and I am ready for companionship. It's hard out here to find a soulmate. I want a man that would treat me like your husbands treat you too. What advice can you give me when it comes to dating and finding the right soulmate? Thank you. Um, So that is a tough question. And I think, you know, take our advice with a grain of salt because the the dating world has changed from what I observe. (laughs) From when I met my husband, which was even later than when Nicole met her husband. And <laughs> I don't know what to tell. If if you are out there dating, you know, stay safe. St- keep your head on a swivel, you know, and really, really try to make good choices. But um, what I would say in a standard <laughs> sense, of the, <laughs> sense of the word, I think it's important that you... Figure out what's really most important to you and try to find somebody that meets the majority of those requirements. Um, I think sometimes we can have a list of 75 uh, characteristics that our soulmate must have. And anybody that has 62 characteristics or less is, you know, like, oh, he only meets 62 of these. I can never, you know, he doesn't drive a Benz. He drives a Honda. So he's off my list. 
or, you know, I wanted to marry a banker and this person is a teller. So I can never. Same thing. They work in the bank. <laughs> it's not, it's not enough banker not level. Enough. He don't have an office. Okay. He's, he's at the drive through window. Um, and you can miss out on so many great people based on yeah. that. Um, yeah. And I know I'm speaking from experience because I had like an, a, a vision of what I thought my soulmate looked like. And it's not how my husband is. And if I had stayed like closed off to like who he was just based on how he looked on paper, basically, then I would have missed out on a great opportunity to be with someone that really does treat me well. Like before I even got to know him. Like, so my husband didn't have a college degree when I met him. Right. And I could have easily been like, oh, I want to, I want to date somebody college educated or not at all. And then never even talk to him. You know what I mean? Uh So I feel like we sometimes like, is that, is him having a college degree going to make or break the way that our relationship unfolds, you know? Yeah, it's not it it doesn't impact how he treats me. It doesn't impact, you know, his in his field. It doesn't impact his earning potential. It doesn't impact really anything. So mm-hmm. it, it didn't make sense to block him off based off of that. So I think, you know, if just be realistic and be open to different types of people that maybe are not traditionally what you thought you would find but also to re- recognize BS when you see it and not settle because sometimes we can waste a lot of time. Like your job isn't to fix anyone or to convince someone to care about you or to treat you right. So once you realize that person isn't treating you right, then you know they're not your soulmate and you can move on. But sometimes yeah. we get caught up on like the potential or the you know the excitement feelings and the roller coaster of emotions and stuff like that and then you end up wasting a lot of time on people so i think it's a balancing act between those things um definitely be open can't don't like you said don't close your mind to a potential soulmate right so you definitely want to evaluate everybody not the same definitely differently and lower your daggone standards i mean i'm sorry to say this but (laughs) you if you are working at um an advertising agency as a top executive not to say that uh what i'm about to say as somebody who's the slinging male, hammers, the mailman. no, somebody who's slinging hammers at at, at somewhat universal, is <laughs> not up to the same standards as you financially. You know what I'm saying? Right. So don't just sit there and expect somebody that's not like at an exec level to be on the same level as you financially, or um, career driven. Like right. they want to do their own business. They don't want to work for the people they want or for the person they want to work, you know, for themselves and they have dreams and ambition just like you do. So, you know, don't next somebody because of their career choice. And also I think, you know, going to that, there seems to be in the dating world right now, from my outside perspective, what I can observe, it looks like there's a lot of emphasis placed early on, on finances. Yep. Like he like I saw something where it was like a conversation and they were basically like, if the first date he invites me to Applebee's, I'm blocking him. And it's like, okay, so are you looking Girl. for a soulmate or are you looking for a lender? Yeah, what if he want to save his money to buy a house? <laughs> exactly. You know, at Applebee's is just, just as good food as, um, or what if or know. what if Applebee's is <laughs> Applebee's what's is in his budget? Great, but... You want he's he's spending within his budget. Yep. He wants to be able to allow you to have appetizer, entree, and dessert. Yeah. And he can afford it at Applebee's, you know? Yep, yep. And it yes. doesn't mean, you know, especially I feel like in our early thirties, like we're expecting a lot like you're in your yeah. early thirties and you're like, Well, you need to be making 
six figures already. That's not the yeah. reality for every person, Barney, you know, yeah. and it doesn't yep. mean that he'll never be able to increase his earning potential. But yeah, I work Just in HR. It ain't always like that. <laughs> you know and what I'm saying? Also, too, like you said, like don't expect that off the bat. Like if mm-hmm. they if they say, yeah, I'm only working at I'm working at McDonald's right now as a um, clerk, but I have ambition to become a manager or director of the region or whatever. I'm working on that goal. Right. Wow. You know, be with them for a little bit. See, see what they see what they're doing now. If they just all talk, and after about a couple months, they ain't they ain't about nothing. Right. They, but that's, could, that's after the conversations. Red yeah. Yeah. If after conversations, you you realize they really don't want to do nothing with their life, then yeah, you can know them. But that person may actually become like I applied for the, the director regional position, yeah. and he got it. Now he's making six figures. It may be a couple months later, but. If that's what let's, you're looking let's for. Be, let's be realistic. It may take more than a couple months <laughs> to come I'm just from saying, fries maybe to he, regional manager. Maybe, but. maybe he was a manager and then okay. he wanted to be a director. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, just, just you know, don't give up completely. Just be and, open. And some people thrive with the right person in their life. You that's know what right. I mean? That's like, right. You, he may not have ever had the tools or, you know, maybe there's something that you can provide to help, you know, help him. And there's something that he can provide to help you. Yep. I feel like it's, it's someone doesn't have to come already at the peak of their career or the peak of what they can accomplish in life when you yep. meet them. Mm-hmm. Some, you think about people that are like, uh, I don't know. I don't want to say Bill Gates cause they ain't make it, but let's say Bill Gates, for example, <laughs> he knew his wife, before he was Bill Gates. Bill Gates. When he was just Bill, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not always that the person has to be um, 100% on track and right where they are. Yep, give it time. Yeah, give it time, be open, and be smart. Let's say that. Yeah, let's say that. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's it. I hope that's good advice. Um, We're going to post the letter in the Facebook group as well. I mean, the Facebook page. So (laughs) so if you guys have different advice or uh, better advice or more advice, you can go ahead and post it there so that they can get more advice. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) We appreciate y'all. Y'all have a good one and we'll see y'all or hear y'all. On Tuesday. (laughs) See ya. All right. Bye. That's it. That's the show. Thank you so much for hanging out with us at the in-law suite. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the in-law suite. And leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Email us your thoughts, questions, and wildest stories at theinlawsuite at gmail.com. And make sure you come back to the in-law suite next week, Friday at 8 a.m. for a brand new episode. Available everywhere you get your podcasts. Bye. Bye.